Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello and welcome to this week's Boardroom Buddies podcast. Thank you for joining me. This week we are talking to Devia Atwell of Atwell Resourcing and Coaching. Devia has been an executive recruitment for over 20 years and has always focused on helping people get the role that they want and deserve. And she now specialises in coaching, training and developing people to have the career that they actually want. She's a qualified accountant, master NLP practitioner, a qualified trainer and facilitator, and an executive coach. So thank you for joining me today, Devia. Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, great to see you again. And this week we are going to talk about, obviously, a little bit about your business, but my kind kind of underriding thing this week was to find out about the award that you won. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) And how it's helped your business, because we're doing a couple of podcasts just for award winners, because it's awards season. So just to help people understand how they can help your business and how, you know, to go about it, really. So, but before we get into that, tell us about your business. Oh, thank you. Yeah, my business has been now in operation since 2012, um, Athol Resourcing, and It was very much a recruitment business when I first started financial recruitment and over the years it's evolved to being very much executive recruitment and also more retained search and selection work that we do on the recruitment side. As I've evolved over the years and developed myself and became an NLP master practitioner, I have now brought the coaching element into the working environment and helping others to transform themselves, uh, understand what's limiting them, understand what's holding them back, and then giving them tools and strategies to move them forward. So that's where the business has also evolved over the years. So yes, we recruit, but we also retain staff uh, within businesses by helping them understand themselves so that they can transform themselves and their businesses. Mm-hmm. So uh, normally I'm a bit nosy and I also... I always want to know why you started your business. But actually, why is the kind of developing other people and the coaching so important as part of the recruitment side? Really good question. For me, when I went through my own journey of understanding how I operate, and I suppose it came about when my mum passed away five years ago, and really wanted to know what I was all about and who I was and, you know, why is it sometimes I hold on to certain emotions. And so I went through this journey of really discovering myself and understanding who I was. And I really do think it was my personal evolution as to say, 
wow, is this how I operate? Are these the processes I'm going through? These are patterns in my head. And it, it made me realise people weren't leaving jobs because of just extra money or career progression. Sometimes people were leaving roles which were really good because they weren't asking for new opportunities because they didn't have the confidence to do that. Or they'd sit around a boardroom and feel they didn't have the voice to speak up. And so as we are working with individuals, we are uncovering some of these limiting beliefs about themselves, mm. which actually has allowed them to ask the question internally, can I work on this? Or mm. I want to talk to you about this. It gives them the confidence to move themselves within. And what we're finding is people are retaining their staff if they are helping them discover some of the things that maybe they didn't even realise about themselves. Yeah. So I suppose, you know, we spend so much time in, in the working environment, eight, nine, ten hours sometimes. We have to enjoy the working environment. And by helping individuals, by coaching them to understand themselves, they themselves can be confident in what they do and enjoy their work, working life, mm, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't, uh, you know, a day doesn't start on Friday night, mm. you know, time to play. It should be Monday morning. People should be getting up and thinking, right, I'm ready for the week ahead. Mm. And so many yeah. people don't. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my mission is to make sure people have a really charged life mm. um, by really understanding themselves and how okay. they can do better. All right, yeah. And I know we were talking before we started the recording, actually, earlier on, about imposter syndrome mm. and the fact that it is a human trait that we all have mm. and that you kind of spend some time with your coaches kind of talking about that and how they deal with it and because we all suffer from it we do and recently for a speaking event with my own profession Seema I was interviewing maybe 20 25 plus CEOs CFOs and asking about their journey and how they've got to where they've got to and a little secret is they've still got imposter syndrome. Mm, they yeah. still have got, they don't have the confidence to speak up and they think, why am I in this room? How can I be in this room? So I, I don't think that fear ever goes away from people. It's how, do you, how you deal with it. Mm. And through the coaching methods that we go through, the strategies we give, the tools that we give, it's giving you tools to be able to deal with the situation, mm-hmm. the, you know, a situation which you may fear um, or you think you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And it's how do you call upon those resources within you mm-hmm. or the tools that yeah. you've been given to get through that obstacle, go around it, above it or below it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, come through it on the other way. And, and people do grow from it, but it may be very scary to do whatever's required. Mm, yeah. And I think that's where it is. It's a bit of the fear of the unknown, isn't it? Mm. So it, it sounds like you do spend a lot of time helping people to understand themselves and their own yeah. patterns. Absolutely. I think a lot of people only look at the external world, but there's a whole internal world going on within you. Mm. And you're having dialogues with so many voices within <laughs> your own head. I'm reading a book at the moment called Positive Intelligence and they talk about nine or ten different sabotages in your own mind. Oh, yes. And you're having these conversations with, Mm. you know, a judge in your head Mm. about why you shouldn't do certain things and before you know it, you've decided not to do something. Yes. (laughs) You see what I'm saying about the internal world and if people start understanding those patterns that they are running, 
anything, a decision needs to be made, they run a pattern. They mm. brush their teeth in the morning, they run a pattern. Mm. Understanding actually those patterns that they are running, how, if they serve you for the future, brilliant. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, it's actually how can we interrupt those patterns and put something in place that they can then move themselves forward. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, we hold on to so much baggage. Mm-hmm. We hold on to so many past experiences, past, you know, a bad emotions that we hold on to mm. and again you know those emotions are okay as long as you recognize them and make sure they don't stop you in your way yes um, or give you tools to be able to move yourself forward yeah so yeah there's and, and once people discover that that you know how to deal with your internal world you can you can do and be everything that you want to mm. you know have that life that you want but it's dealing with some of the stuff that's going on in your own mind before you can do that, really. Mm. So you do this in the arena, really, of helping them to develop their careers in the way that they want? Absolutely. So for, for, for myself, what I was finding was, over the years of me being a recruiter, there was a pattern. Every mm. two years, the same people would come looking for a new role. Now, it's brilliant for a recruiter, especially if that individual is good. But... When you start digging deep as to the reasons why they're leaving, and I had an example, I'll give you an example of a gentleman who had just got his first FD role. He was brilliant, really good. And as soon as he got his FD role, he decided he wanted to look elsewhere. And I was like, why are you doing that? You've got a fantastic opportunity here. And it's because his voice wasn't getting heard in the boardroom. Right. And so we worked with him in terms of coaching and helping mm. him and realised it was things that he was holding on to from the past, right. which didn't serve him now. Mm. And when mm. we unravelled that and helped mm. him to have certain strategies to move himself forward, he, is, he, he has earned his seat at the board and he contributes as much in the boardroom rather than just the information provider. The majority of my people who I work with are accountants. Sometimes mm-hmm. if the figures aren't good, that emotion comes up as well. I'm giving bad news, so I'm going to be told off. So it's right. working with those emotions yeah. as well, saying, you know, your logical brain needs to kick in here mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to your emotional brain. And these, you're the messenger to give the information. How are you going to deliver that? And then giving them the confidence to deal with that. Yeah, I see. So, yes, it is. It's, sometimes they don't realise, actually, they don't need to go external. They can actually stay where they are, but be able to work... You know, with yeah. the business much more, yeah. well, m- better in, in many ways, yeah. really, which will not only benefit them, but also the company that they're working for. I suppose, in a way, it's like reflecting on your own behaviour a lot of the time as well, isn't it? And we just don't do that. No, do we? we don't do it enough. We reflect on other people's behaviour. <laughs> yeah, quite But often. not our own. <laughs> and, so, and I think this, this is good. And, and I've got a coach. I've always had a coach since I've had my own business you know, 11 years Mm. ago. And as I've interviewed CEOs and CFOs, guess what? They've also had coaches and mentors as well. Mm. And I think that it's just a nice, safe environment for people to talk over issues that may be, you know, coming up Mm. on a daily basis and having a sounding board with somebody and the coach helping them mm. to try and understand what's going on in their mind yep. for them to come up with the answers, for them to move themselves forward. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, okay. So, who do you like to work with? Who's your, you know, 
Is there a, a best person to work with? Or? So I really like, I admire, I've always admired Richard Branson, but who I really admire at the moment is Steve Bartlett. I think oh, yes. he yes. is phenomenal in how such a young individual has got such a wise head on his shoulders and he talks sense. So, yeah, I'd love to collaborate with him. Mm. I think it'd be a really interesting conversation. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd love it because I'd learn so much from him. Yeah, yeah. And he has a brilliant podcast out as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. And to, yeah, when I take the dog for a walk, I tend to... <laughs> you know, have him yeah. in my ears listen yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. but what about clients? Do you have a preferred type of client to work with or...? I don't have famous people, but who I really admire are individuals who have decided to become an entrepreneur. Mm, yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on entrepreneurs because they have to do everything. Mm. But they've got a dream. They want to make a difference and it's helping them realise that dream. Mm. So the majority of my clients, I used to work with a lot of blue chips before, but the majority of my clients are SMEs, growing businesses. Let's, let's face it, 95% of the UK businesses are SMEs, mm. small, medium enterprises. But if we've got an entrepreneur who wants to grow his business and feels that he's having to do everything or she's having to do everything, we help them to move themselves yeah. into the right direction yeah, yeah. by helping them you know, understand what their vision is. We mm. might have to recruit for them so that it gives them um, time and space for them to really be at the helm of the business mm. and look forward. So, yeah, we, we help on the, on the recruit, recruiting side and also then on mm. training them okay. that stuff to be bigger and better. Yeah. Great, okay. So, the nitty-gritty then, the why, one of the reasons I've got you here. Okay. <laughs> so, tell me about the award that you won. So, the award I won, which was a complete surprise, was for an organisation called Global Women. And it's an international uh, organisation which empowers women to make an impact locally, but they have an impact globally as well and this award was actually the first the award that I thought I'd been put forward for and somebody had nominated me was for an honorary award and they just said you know put it through your social media and if anyone wants to vote it's based on a voting system mm-hmm. and what came out of that was that people felt that where I'd really added value was on the career development the award I actually got was a contribution to, to career development, which I think is much more fitting of what I do, because I've right. been in recruitment yes. now 20, 25 yeah. plus years. <laughs> I won't say anymore, but yeah, 20 plus years. So yeah, and that was in London in 2022, and it's the first award I've had, and actually I was really privileged and honoured to get that and, you know, thank the person who nominated me and, you know, thank the people that actually... Mm. voted it was it was really lovely and humbling yeah. to get yeah. so how or have you made use of that in your business well you know it's i yes when i got the award i put it out on you know the social media mm. and the public yeah just as a as a thank you really to everybody but interestingly i haven't really 
been publicising it, mm. you know, on all my social media and everything. But when I go and see people or I'm in a forum, they'll say, oh, well done on the award. Mm-hmm. Okay. So although I haven't gone out and put it mm. out there, people do recognise that, that you've had an award. And even people from my own industry. So I'm part of an organisation called Team. And there's about six, 700 recruiters with a name above the door, independent recruiters. And what was the most loveliest thing, the amount of private messages I got from them to say, well yeah. done, yeah. as a fellow recruiter who's gone you know, by themselves mm. in a very busy market. That recognition for me was lovely because it's, it's very humbling when your mm. own kind of industry members say, oh, well done. Yeah. And that was, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something to be proud of as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I suppose I don't give myself a pat on the back, you know, and, <laughs> and, and yeah, that's something that I have to work on really, you know, yeah. do it for other people, but you think, well... Yes, yeah, that's right, we do. Yeah, and yeah. celebrate, you know, our own successes as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that's something that you, in Boardroom Buddies, we, when we come together uh, in our mastermind group, the first thing that we do is what have been the wins this last month, you know. Absolutely. And that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so that's brilliant. Any advice that you'd offer to people thinking about going for an award or applying for an award? Yeah, I, I think just being nominated for an award is really humbling. I think you have to be intentional about why you want to get the award. I say that, but when I first joined Global Women, I went because I wanted to un- be inspired by you know, the women are in the, in the room. But I wouldn't pin everything on it. Mm, I didn't right. go wanting to think, oh, mm. the, the award is everything. I went with, with a very open mind to say, okay, I know I've been nominated, and if I get it, that's brilliant. Mm. But if I don't, that's fine as well. It wasn't with, I must get this award. So it was, it was a nice, pleasant surprise. So, yeah, yeah I think if you, if you believe in yourself and what you do, then you should go and to these, you know, to try and get an award. But it, it tends to be that the other people nominate you for it mm. rather than you put yourself forward. I didn't put myself forward. Other people nominate. So if mm, you're in a circle, yeah. if you are looking to get awards, in a circle of um, other people who, who may be able to uh, nominate you absolutely it's mm. it's yeah it's whether you want you know you want to get that that mm. award yeah do that for you yeah okay all right brilliant that's been really interesting thank you um thanks for joining me on the the podcast today i do hope that listeners have found that interesting as well so how do listeners get in touch with you yeah, I am on the social media. My main place is LinkedIn mm-hmm. under Debbie Athwell. That's where I tend to, a lot of people know me, especially mm. in the Midlands, as Debbie Athwell. I am also on Facebook and also on Instagram. All right. And okay. I've got my own website, which is www.athwellresourcing.co.uk. Brilliant. That's lovely. Thank you. So if you've liked the podcast... Please subscribe and share on your favourite platform and it would be lovely if you do that. And get in touch if you have any questions, either for me or for Devia. And I'm always happy to have a chat, so 
just email me, join me on LinkedIn, uh, send me a message and you can always book a coffee and catch up chat as well and we can answer any questions. Okay, thanks very much for joining us. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.